lovely neighborhood, you might have seen that we randomly have quite a few friends on the latest season of Survivor, a few of whom you've already heard from on the show. And we thought for those of you who find some yay in watching this greatest game on earth, it'd be the perfect opportunity to dish up some exclusive behind the scenes dirt for you on the first season of Blood versus Water in Australia. So a quick heads up for anyone who isn't a big fan of the show, there'll be a few bonus episodes during this season that assume that you know the show and the rules of the game pretty well, but we'll still be recording our regular content, so no worries at all if you want to skip past. For those who are listening along, the episodes are right up to date. In fact, a few of them have been recorded on the day of watching. So, spoiler alert, if you aren't watching the show in real time, you might want to catch up first. Also, a little content warning that these are probably a little bit looser than our normal episodes, so you might catch some saucier content or a few more profanities than usual all in the name of the drama. Some bombshells are dropped, some secrets are shared, and a lot of yay is had, unraveling the world behind the scenes of the greatest show on earth. I hope you guys enjoy. Welcome to the Seize the Yay podcast. Busy and happy are not the same thing. We too rarely question what makes the heart sing. We work, then we rest, but rarely we play and often don't realise there's more than one way. So this is a platform to hear and explore the stories of those who found lives they adore. The good, bad and ugly, the best and worst day will bear all the facets of seizing your yay. I'm Sarah Davidson, or Spoonful of Sarah, a lawyer turned fun entrepreneur who swapped the suits and heels to co-found Matcha Maiden and Matcha Milk Bar. Seize the Yay is a series of conversations on finding a life you love and exploring the self-doubt, challenge, joy, and fulfillment along the way. Amy, welcome for the third time. <laughs> We've had some tech <laughs> issues. Welcome to Castier's, the random survivor-based miniseries. Thank you for having me. It's so lovely to have you on. Your wonderful brother, Khan, for those who don't know, which is probably no one in Australia, Amy is Khan's sister and Khan is one of the brainchilds of this series. We were just sitting around one day and he was like, let's have a chat. So this is so wonderful because I've kind of been there behind the scenes from Khan being an absolute fan of the show for like decades and then yeah. wanting to be on it, then applying, but then finding out it was blood versus water. And it literally went from, I think I'm going to ask my sister to absolutely <laughs> no way to she's in. And I, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So <laughs> How did that go down? Oh my God, it was so crazy, honestly. So obviously Khan has been wanting to go on Survivor for so long. And then I think one day I got a phone call from him being like, hey, Amy, can you please do me a favor? And I was like, okay, well, it depends on what kind of favor. And the favor turned out to be coming on Blood versus Water with him. Oh my God, I'm like, he might as well have asked you for a kidney. It's, it's no small favor, right? Like it's I know. give up a big chunk I of your to, life. Exactly. I had to like, obviously I had to stop everything and sacrifice a lot, but also, you know, I didn't, it didn't take long for me to make my decision because I knew how important it was to Khan and how much he wanted to go on. And, you know, I'm his only sister and I know mum definitely wouldn't have gone on with him. So, <laughs> so I was like, okay, well, let's just do it. You know, I don't want to be the person to stop him from, 
you know, wanting to do this or being able to do this. Gosh, and it's amazing because you've absolutely gone on to shine your way through so far. And I really want to get into so much of the behind the scenes now that we can officially talk about it. Also, spoiler alert for everyone listening, if you haven't (laughs) watched up until episode nine, do not listen yet until you've caught up. (laughs) But before we get into that, I think one of the things I love so much about this show is that people often walk into your life now. A lot of Australia will now know of you as Amy Ong and they'll know all about your Survivor game, but they might not know who you were before that. So can you give us a quick intro into who you were before the show, before it was even on your radar, what you were doing, what your joy was, and yeah, even the fact that you have one sibling, you live with your mom, you know, tell us about your family and who you were before. Okay. So before Survivor, I have my own beauty business. So I work from home. I've got a salon at home doing eyelashes and eyebrows. So that was my main focus. I just finished studying last year. So I graduated with a double degree in marketing and arts. Amazing. Yes. <laughs> I live with my mum at home and I've got two little cats. You do have two yes. cats. Oh my God, they're the best. <laughs> <laughs> So I spent a lot of time, for those who don't know, I think a lot of you are probably caught on by now, but I did Khan's Instagram while he was away because he posts so regularly that it would have been really obvious if he just dropped off the radar. So I spent a lot of time like researching the cats and your mom and the things you guys cook and the words you use and it was so much fun. (laughs) I feel like I'm kind of your sibling as well. I'm like, oh, it's Amy, my little sis. (laughs) It's so funny because Khan like – he loves the cats, obviously, but he every time he comes home, he pretends to hate them. <laughs> and I'm <laughs> like, you don't hate them. You love them. them. Stop it. <laughs> yeah. I feel like he's like that with us too, though. I'm like, the more he bags you out, the more he's like, really, exactly. it's true love. That's his love language. Right? I'm like, I'm in the circle. He's totally <laughs> hanging shit on me today. So it must mean I'm in. <laughs> so... First things first, because it is fresh in our minds, you were eliminated from the show, which makes me so sad because I was loving watching you so much. (laughs) But I think we should probably talk about that first. Was it weird watching your own elimination back and seeing at the time you were blindsided, but this time you watched it knowing what was going on? Yeah. How weird was that? Oh, it was so weird just watching it back because obviously I didn't know what happened or what went wrong. So just watching it back, I'm like, oh, so you dogged me. Um, You dogged the boys. (laughs) (laughs) And like just seeing what everyone was saying. And I'm kind of glad that they weren't really coming at me for any other reason than knowing that I was, you know, gunning for Jordan. Mm. So that was really nice to see. Yeah. I always wonder, like when you look back, are you sort of like, oh my God, like, are you offended? Or are you like, no, I would have done that too. Or like, how? it must just be weird to watch you back knowing you at the time had no idea. But yeah. then now you're like, whoa. Yeah. And now I'm like, well, I shouldn't have told her. Yeah, I know, I know. So just for context for everyone listening, this happened in episode nine. For context, you know, to give background to how many actual real life days that was, how long into your time there was that? Because for us, it seems um, like nine days, but obviously. I think, I think that was day 19 or 20. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it lasted quite a bit of time. I'm I so know, surprised. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> and one of the hardest things I think is that after you left that night, 
you said to everyone, tell Khan I love him. But Khan didn't know until, of yeah. course, the next day when the next challenge was on. So how hard was it for you knowing he wouldn't know until the next day? Yeah, I know. Like when I left, I was like, oh, my God, I'm literally just here. Like I can't even say goodbye to him. And <gasps> I know he's he's going to walk in tomorrow and not see me and he's probably going to die. <laughs> oh, my God. And, of course, you don't get to see that reaction until you watch the show. So at the time, yeah. what were you thinking? Were you trying to, like, send him mental messages, like sibling <laughs> messages? <laughs> I knew he would be really upset because, like, even – you know, throughout the show, every time we saw each other, we like cried and like, we're oh not like gosh. that in real life. In real <laughs> life, I'm like, go away. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but he's really funny like that. So inside insight to Khan, guys, which you guys have probably over the last week kind of figured out. He acts really like blase, like nothing phases me. I'm so mm -hmm. chill. Like I got this. Anything related to Amy, so protective. Oh, yeah. He loves you so much. But then when he talks about it, he's like, oh, yeah, I mean, my sister, whatever. Like, <laughs> over there, my sister. But he is so in love with you. It is the sweetest thing ever. <laughs> oh, bless. <laughs> so what was it like? So we obviously see Tribal Council. We see the blind side happen. We see the shock on your face. And then we see you literally abruptly you get to say goodbye just to your own tribe, but then you leave. So what yeah. happens after you walk off do you cry like where do you go when do you eat is your stomach like oh my god real food ow like how do you how do you kind of what happens after that yeah so once you get eliminated you get your torch snuffed and you kind of just walk away from everyone <laughs> um you walk down this like dark dingy path and then <laughs> someone greets you and then yeah that's when they do like all your exit photos and stuff you know and then they take you back to the accommodation and that's where I have all my stuff. And yeah, you get to eat, you get to have so much food. That night I had so much food, Sarah. <laughs> I can't <laughs> even imagine, like 19 days. I know. And in the 19 days, I only ate twice. And the first time it was like a, one little croissant, which is nothing. And then it was the day before I left the, where we had the fish and chip reward. So I had huge feast but that's all I ate so when I got eliminated I was like oh my god I need everything I remember having like 10 little chocolate bars <laughs> crunchy nut Nutri-Grain I had two containers of like I don't know some rice dish I was like oh I don't want to eat this but <laughs> <laughs> but I have to make up for last time <laughs> I had a bag of snakes I had two bags of chips I had Vegemite on toast and this was all at like midnight. <laughs> <laughs> Just by yourself also. Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So this leads to my next question, which is something that I've always wondered. And this season just happening to have so many of our friends randomly on the show, <laughs> I've been able to pick your brains about. I think from the outside you assume, particularly with shows like Survivor where the conditions seem like they're really tough. I think yeah. all of us assume that behind the scenes you're getting snuck food or you're getting oh snuck God. blankets or when the cameras go off that they're, you know, letting you do your makeup or, or eat, <laughs> you know, get snacks or whatever. I, I don't think anyone actually understands that you have not seen your stuff since you left it. 
at the beginning. Exactly. Yeah. Like when you get on, like all of your stuff is just back there. You never see it again. What you see on TV is exactly how it is. They don't sneak us food. I wish. (laughs) I always believed that until you guys were like, look how skinny I am. There is no way I was getting snuff food. (laughs) I think. And like for my tribe, we didn't have fire for the first three days. So (gasps) I didn't eat for 72 hours, literally. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And that means that also at night you have no fire. So you're just sleeping on the sand and it's so freezing. So I actually already knew just from researching being Khan that you hate the cold. So when I was watching that first three days, I was like, whoa, Amy's out. Like she's just like going to want to go home. <laughs> like, oh my God, true. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Khan loves the cold, but I'm like, I'm just, I hate the cold. I need heat. I like humidity. I love it all. I'm exactly the same. And that was one of the main reasons why I was like, this sounds like a nightmare to me. Just <laughs> cold and no food alone makes it like my worst nightmare. Exactly. But you coped so well. I'm so I amazed. Know. I'm actually surprised too because I thought, you know, I thought that would be like the hardest part was just going there and dealing with the elements. But Mm. that surprisingly, that was the easiest part. Wow. Yeah. Because a lot of people, I think also in the challenges, especially like 19 days in, we really judge. Like all of us at home in our comfy Ugg boots <laughs> and Udi watching, you know, from the comfort of our own homes with full stomachs, we're like, I wouldn't have dropped that. But it's like, mate, they haven't eaten in like I 19 know, days. I sitting there with like your <laughs> bag of chocolates. Yeah, and your muscles are like <laughs> withering away. That's why you drop stuff. <laughs> what else was something that you came to the show expecting that totally surprised you to be the opposite or just – the most unexpected things when you got there versus what you thought from having watched. Yeah. So I thought it'd be really easy to, you know, form connections with people and, Mm -hmm. and, you know, be close with them and be able to talk and be like, just like day-to-day life where with your friends, you're able to just converse naturally. But once I got there, I was like, whoa, this is like harder than I thought. Like there's so many different people and people that you might not ever think you'd be friends with in the real life, but you're kind of just stuck there with them. And I found it really hard to, you know, find people that I could really trust because it's not like day-to-day life where you've got your friends and you can say whatever's on your mind and you don't need to think about anything out there. You really have to watch what you say because Mm. you don't know what people's intentions are. Yeah. I've said to Khan a couple of times, even just like as soon as he came off, just how much of a unique social experiment it is for you guys to be placed in a situation, you're never really in that situation as an adult, maybe at like school camp and stuff, but yeah. you never do sleepovers for that many nights in exactly. a row <laughs> in really tough conditions with strangers where you're competing yeah. against each other. Like it's such a weird scenario, but also uniquely like amazing that you get to experience that and see how you react as well. Like I imagine that would be surprising. You don't know how you're going to react after 72 hours of no food. I think I'd be a terrible person. (laughs) (laughs) What would you say, like other than the cold and the no fire for the first three days, was the hardest part for you? Was it that, you know, emotional connection? Was it the fact that you were separated from Khan? Like you're not playing together until merge and you were eliminated before that. So I was watching you during the waterfall challenge mm. and you had really red eyes and I was like, oh, oh my God, I cried emotional. that day and they didn't show because like, yeah, that was the hard part as well. You know, being separated from Khan, we came on together. We didn't get to play together, unfortunately, but I thought, you know, maybe we would get to play together and then we get there and we're separated. And I'm like, oh my God, like, I don't <laughs> this have- is not what I signed up for. <laughs> 
I'm like, well, now I have to take care of myself. I need to fend for myself. I need to form my own relationships. I can't, you know, ask for help from Khan. I can't rely on him at all. So it's just like me out there. And that was, that was quite sad. And especially because, you know, every day I would be able to see him like from afar Mm. competing against me. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. It's so weird. And then, yeah, that challenge at the waterfall. Oh my God. I was like crying so much. Honestly, (laughs) it was so sad. So Khan had like, I think he'd rolled his ankle or something and I saw him kind of struggling and he kind of just collapsed to the ground, kind of grabbing his foot. And I knew something wasn't right. And I started crying and then he had to go do it again. And I was crying. And like, I think, I think it was Sam that was like, don't worry, you know, Khan's fine. And then I turned around to her and I was like, he doesn't look fine. Oh my gosh, the drama. (laughs) Am I the drama? I'm the drama. (laughs) It's like, shut up. (laughs) Well, on the flip side, what were some of the best parts of the game? Because when I first found out that you guys were going on and Sam and Mark were going on, I knew that both of you guys were going on, but I knew you didn't know each other and I couldn't tell you guys until you found out independently. And that Khan and Sam had met at our wedding but very briefly and you and Sam had never met at all but then as soon as you came off you messaged me and were like Sam needs a dress we need to pick a dress and I was like oh my god (laughs) you guys made friends I'm so excited (laughs) you know when your friends meet your friends and it's just like the whole world is like a rainbow yeah so was it like yeah what was the best bit was it that kind of new friendships was it showing yourself that you could you know be tougher than you thought you were like getting out of your comfort zone. The best bit definitely was like forming all of the connections and meeting everyone. And like I've made lifelong friends. I'm super close with Sam now. I love it so (laughs) much. (laughs) Um, Yeah, just meeting everyone. You just, and it's like you go on and you're like, oh, you know, everyone's so different to who you know, my friends are, I, I don't, mm. I would never see myself becoming so close with this person. But then once you're there, you're just like, oh my God, um, I love these people and I love mm. every single person on there. Oh, it's so good. And one of the things I find really interesting is that even though things get very heated in the moment and like, yes, everyone's like, it's a game, it's a game, but at the time you're living in it. So I see how it gets, like, it's serious. You're actually playing kind of, you know, for your life and your food and your circumstances. But I love that people who weren't, you know, who were against each other or had a tiff during the game, you all often like end up hanging out after the show. Oh, definitely. Like I, what last, what, two nights ago, I got blindsided by Jordan and Josh. I'm so close with Jordan now. That was I my next question. Yeah. Are you dirty on them after or were you like, no, no we're mates again? <laughs> no, I'm just like, I respect the game, you know, like the yeah. game is all about that. So I have no bad feelings towards anyone. Like I got out and I was like, and I knew me and Jordan would be friends anyway. So, Oh, that's really nice. That's so good. And it is, it's so nice to see everyone hanging out and, but then watching the episode and going, whoa, I would be holding a grudge if that was me, (laughs) but I know you guys were hanging out last night. So that's really cute. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think that you would have done better or worse without Khan? Um, I think I would have done better without Khan. (gasps) Yes. So I think this season was like a funny one. So you have your loved one on the other side. So that kind of, you know, impacts a lot of the decisions that you make as well, because you're like, I don't know how, you know, they're going to have to deal with the consequences of my actions. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. 
it's really interesting when I think in your episode, episode nine, how people have started to think about after merge yeah. rather than just like what do, what do our tribes need right now? It's like, well, what happens when in two episodes told two tribal councils time, like everyone, you know, I'm just like, whoa, that's so much strategy. I can't even remember my name half the time, let alone like <laughs> thinking so many steps ahead. But it is so much about strategy. It's so fascinating. Yeah. And I think the fact that, you know, Khan, a lot of people know Khan as well mm. and they know how he is. I feel like he came on as a threat as well. So, you know, yeah. to make him more weak, they they can get rid of me, you know, like for example. Yeah. 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 Did you find that challenging that you did come on and like, were you ever in his shadow? Have you ever felt that, you know, he came in and everyone already knew him from MasterChef and had this idea of who he was? Did they ever make assumptions that you would be the same? Did you have to kind of stamp out your own identity before you could you know, really get into it? Yeah, I think so. I think it was the first challenge. So we got split in our teams and then someone turned to me and was like, I hope you can cook too. I was like, "Uh -uh. I was like, wait, why? Because Khan's my brother and he's a chef. It doesn't, like that has nothing to do with me. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, like funnily enough, I did end up like making a lot of the food. It was me and Sam most of the time back in our tribe. Oh my God. Yeah. I love that you, I just love that you guys are friends so much. It makes me so happy. It weirds me out. Like at the start, I was like, that's like two worlds colliding. But now I watch you on the show. It just makes me so happy. Oh my God. Me and Sam were like literally like this on um, back on our tribe. Yeah. I feel like it also, because it's such a like, intense situation that your friendships would go from zero to hero it's not a normal situation where you like it's like dating a friend you know you go for a coffee then you go and get your nails done it's like yeah. no we are full on like, I know blood it's like day two <laughs> I know yeah like day yeah. two and Sam would be like did you do a poo yet yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that is the other thing that I think outsiders oh all assume that you guys are just like excuse me I want to go to the toilet and the producer's like okay there's a nice toilet over there <laughs> yeah. no you just dig holes no. So there's like a kind of like a, there's a designated bathroom area that's away Mm -hmm. from our campsite. So obviously it doesn't look disgusting. Yeah. It's kind of like a hole in the ground. (laughs) Glam. Yeah. Okay. So there was no like, okay, you guys go and shower off camera. No flushing, no nothing, none of that. (gasps) Oh my God. Yeah. As Okay. Particularly being someone who works in beauty, (laughs) how was that? Like just being totally beast mode? I mean, like, you know, people look at me and they're like, oh my gosh, she's probably going to be a princess. But when it comes to stuff like that, I'm like, I, there's no point of me complaining because I'm already stuck in this situation. Complaining is not going to do anything. It's not going to make it better. So yeah, I'm just true. like, just deal with it. I said that to Khan at the start. I'm like, Amy's so well put together, so well groomed, so beautiful, but like, how is she going to deal? <laughs> like, and he's like, she's fine. She loves that. We, and you guys went camping a few times before and he was like, mate, she wears no yeah. makeup when she's camping. I'm like, oh, good. Okay. Great. Yeah. <laughs> and like, you looked hot the entire time. I was like, oh dude, my God. if I was starved, cold, and like unshowered and unkempt, it would not be national television worthy. But every day I'm like, Amy, even up by the fire at your tribal council, you were glowing. I was like, stop <laughs> it. It's really funny because I went, you know, obviously with COVID, you can't go anywhere, you know. So usually mm. I've been away like every few months to kind of top off my tan. <laughs> um, and I think when we started filming, I was the palest I'd ever been. 
And wow. I was like, oh my God, I don't know how I f- feel about this. Like, obviously, when you have a tan, it just makes everything better. Oh, totally. <laughs> yeah. Totally. And I'm looking at you now, I'm like, you definitely caught up, babe. <laughs> exactly. And I was like telling Khan, I was like, oh, it's fine. You know, it would be like day three and I'll be tanned and then I'll look good again. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys brush your teeth out of interest? No. <gasps> yeah. Wow. The rumors so- are true. Exactly. So what you can use to brush your teeth is like you get a little twig that's <laughs> kind of not dry yet. So a green stick and you kind of okay. smash it to make bristles. Okay. And then you just with a bit of charcoal. Wow. You went full bushwoman. Yeah. I love it. Did you kind of like it? I loved it. It's just like, that's why my skin looks so great as well, because I was stripped from everything. You know, I was right. supernatural. I was only eating rice and beans. And then I had no chemicals, no products. Yeah. Wow. I actually have found we've done a few like multi-day or long treks or almost always with Sam during one of her long ultra marathons and we're (laughs) we're pacing her (laughs) usually out in the middle of nowhere with no facilities. But I actually find like two, like one or two days in, you kind of just become like, I am nature. I don't want anything on my body. Exactly. (laughs) And embrace it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What about coming back to life now? Like firstly, you've kind of gone from not having the profile that Khan did before to, you know, the nation knowing who you are, which can be quite a shock, especially when it's so abrupt compared to, you know, us having a bit more time to adjust to our followers growing slowly. You know, you've been thrust onto the scene, but also have had to come from this really isolated, beautiful experience back to kind of reality of devices and chemicals and, you know, how's that transition back been? Yeah, the transition was quite hard. Like on Survivor, you know, you've just got people that you're living with and that's it. And then the cameraman and stuff, but they don't obviously don't talk to you. So I think when I came back, so Louis, my boyfriend, he picked me up and then I was like, yeah, it was so cute. He brought oh me like God. all this food, <laughs> and, but I was like, oh, I, I don't think I can be around people yet. Yeah. Because I'm still like, this is so much going on. Like, oh, mm. on the street, people walking around. Oh, Louis wants to know what's happening, but I'm still just like, I kind of need to just, process everything and I just didn't want to deal with people yet yeah totally and I think also we forget that in between like the edit brings three days at a time I think down to one hour so your life in between that there's a lot of time where you're just like foraging in the bush and just Mm. chatting and you know not actually competing all the time so there's a lot of I imagine like a lot of downtime where you get to but you don't have your device. So you get to like be. Yeah. There's so much downtime and surprisingly it goes quite quick, you know, but obviously because, you know, we're in the the bush, so you only get as much light as the day gives you. So when the sun sets, that's like, okay, well, it's time for bed now. No more talking. (laughs) Yeah. You actually have to go to sleep. You probably had more sleep than you've had ever. (laughs) Absolutely. And you're sleeping on the ground, aren't you? Yes. Like no, no dunas, no, no, no mattresses. It was sand, but it was really like <laughs> compact. So it was like cement. Oh my gosh. Yeah. See, again, I don't think like we know, but we don't really know that you're actually sleeping that way. Oh my God. It was, yeah, the first few nights was horrible, but then the other team won one of the rewards and they gave us their blankets and That's that was right. the best thing ever. <gasps> they got pillows and stuff as well, didn't they? Yes, because I because everyone was super cold. So after a few days or a week or so, you get more stuff brought mm. in. 
So everyone who like came as they were, some people were in shorts, you know, so they didn't have any protection for the legs. And I remember I had like really long socks and I'd wake up in the middle of the night with like someone's legs in between my feet. And I was like, <laughs> get out. <laughs> yeah, that's right too. So you had to choose five items, right? Like what you were wearing plus five, was it? Yes. And then you didn't get them all at once though? No. So you get it quite like later on through the the show. Wow. Yeah, oh my so, gosh. but I was like, like I came in a dress, but then I also had my sarong. So I was like, mm, that's Clever. my blanket. <laughs> right. Yeah. Cause I'd be like, what would you choose for the first bit? Yeah. If you don't even know what you're going into, like you don't even know what it looks like or what it feels like. Exactly. <gasps> How crazy. Yeah. And, and like Khan had like his full snow jacket, I think. <laughs> And and I was it's like, Balenciagas. Yes. Cool man. It's the desert, whatever. <laughs> Literally, I think the week before you guys left, all I got from him was outfit options. I was like, dude, yeah. relax. He's like, no, is it this? Is it this? Is it Venroy? I'm like, you are not taking Venroy onto Survivor. I'm sorry. <laughs> and then he takes his Balenciaga slides. <laughs> I know. <laughs> changed your relationship as siblings if at all I mean it has made us closer I mean I think we were quite close beforehand anyway I'd see him at least once a week all the time Mm -hmm. but now we also you know share this kind of experience that no one else probably has ever done Mm. so that obviously brings us a lot closer together and what about your relationship with yourself did it teach you anything about yourself I kind of feel like when you get thrown into these totally transformative once-in-a-lifetime opportunities, you usually come out learning something you didn't really know about who you are. Yeah, I definitely, I learned a lot being on there. It's just like now I'm like I don't even care about things anymore. You know, I'm just like I'm happy wearing my like freaking books that are like being <laughs> just been through hell and back. I don't care. I, I used to be quite self-conscious as well about the way I look. So, mm. but now I'm like, I don't care. You know, I did this. I'm on TV and I look like that and I I don't even care anymore. Like a natural goddess? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can imagine the perspective of what's important and what isn't when you when you kind of get to pause reality, especially yeah. after the last few years. Like the show paused for you couldn't film for like three seasons or something. Yeah. And all of our lives were so on hold. So to be able to do something again. I know. <laughs> out of, yeah, that, out of your also, state. <laughs> yeah, that's also why I was like, oh, I definitely need to go because I haven't been able to go in here for a year and a half now. Like, just for I the just road trip. Get, I, know, I just want to get out. <laughs> oh my gosh. And what do you plan to do next? It can be a really wonderful platform. You can choose not to use it that way. Has it, you know, planted the seeds for any new ideas that you didn't know you had? So I've been wanting to do this for. A few years now, but I've just been, I haven't had the courage or, you know, I haven't been ballsy enough to do it, but I've been working on my jewelry brand and um, yeah. So, so I, yeah, I think my first piece I made in 2018. So that's, you know, almost four years ago now. Wow. And I've just been keeping it on the back burner, just like, oh, I'm scared to do this. I don't want to take this big step. And then Khan's also been a really big help in that and he's been pushing me quite a bit. Mm. And, yeah, I'm going to be launching my new jewellery label soon. (gasps) 
so excited for you. The I pieces know. I've seen so far are absolutely beautiful. Oh you and Khan wore matching ones, didn't you? Yes. Yeah, so I made him, so we got matching necklaces together, rings and a bracelet. Oh, that and, you wore um, all of them on the show? We wore all three of them on the show. <gasps> that we, we had the same ones. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And so I've got them on today actually oh they're so beautiful so khan's got this same one with like me yeah and he wears it every day i wear it every day too it's like we never take it off i love it and it helps us on the show too because you you kind of feel connected to each other without actually having each other there yeah and it would be so hard that you could see each other but not actually hang out like once a day you get to be like hey over there from (laughs) afar but you kind of been like talk really yeah what's it called how can we follow you and and make sure we're there for the launch yeah it's called vanauk it's v-a-n-a-o-c underscore underscore yeah so that's just like a little play on my initials and then also it's got my dad's middle name at the beginning and yeah so that's just like a little tribute to him because obviously you know you would know that my dad passed when I was young so I was like I just want it'd be nice to have like a little bit of him in my life. I love that, that it's got such a beautiful legacy and meaning behind it. When I saw the name, I was like, I don't see how that's Amy related, like (laughs) related to your name. So it must have some other beautiful meaning. And I couldn't wait to ask, but I was like, I'll wait till we're recording so that I can record the the answer. Cause it just, yeah, it looks so beautiful. I'm so excited for you. And so excited to be able to, I can't wait to buy my own pieces. I've been eyeing (laughs) those necklaces off since like October or something. Oh my God. And very last question, obviously you can't say anything about episodes to come but mm-hmm. as as far as we are now in the show Carney's still on the show if you wanted to say anything to him that you wouldn't say to his face <laughs> like a little love message or something yeah. as a dedication to him what would you say he's obviously going to listen to it because I'm going to play it to him straight away but what's oh my god like he's gonna cry cute, he's like, I, know, <laughs> I know well I'm like try and make him cry say the cutest most beautiful emotional thing that you can <laughs> what's your like little love message um, to your partner? so I would tell him that you know I'm so proud of him and he's doing so well and he doesn't need to worry about me I'm back at home taking care of mum, taking care of everything back home so just keep pushing on and see you at the end oh amazing well thank you so much for joining us amy you were such an amazing castaway i absolutely adored watching you i'm so proud of you on behalf of me being pretend Khan <laughs> and you being my pretend sister. <laughs> I hope we get to watch some episodes together now. <gasps> Thank you so much for having me. It's so much fun to do this. And, yes, we need to watch some with Sam. She's going to oh die. I know, I know. <laughs> well, she's the only one in our little circle who hasn't been on yet, so we'll get her on at yes. some stage oh, soon. And we should do one with all of us at the end where you yes. can all just, like, say everything you weren't allowed to say earlier. <laughs> Spill the tea. No. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thank you so much, love. Thank you. Have a good day. 